Thank you for supporting our channel. Thank you for supporting Wizan. Please like, subscribe, comment, and hit the notification bell for any future videos. Can't speak a word of English, and he's going to me. I want to. I want to go here. I want to go here. And I'm looking. I'm going to him like um uh what thriller, and he's like giving it all that. <laughs> I, like, I was like thriller, thriller, thriller. He's like yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like it's saying. Did you start that, singing to him? Got a phone up, Louis, and Louis spoke to him and said in Spanish, yeah, thriller. Talking to thriller. No, it wasn't. It was Phantom Royal the Opera. <laughs> The wrong Louis. I was like, what? What Wait, you, you said me then? I said thriller. Now, we used to stop regular when we first passed out. We'd stop off most nights and get dinner. And mm. you could get in and out with a cup of tea for a tenner. It's 18 quid. No, even less, Nick. Now, I was thinking about this. You, you, it's an interesting thing. So, there was the Chelsea Kitchen. Was you around when the Chelsea Kitchen days? No. So, the Chelsea Kitchen, I think, I think it had three branches. There was the 24 Hours in St. John Street. Oh, Tinseltown. Tinseltown. Is it still there? Yeah. No. I don't think it's there either. Yeah, but as far as I know, tin all Tinseltowns are shut. Oh, shame. There was a pizza chain called Echo, mm. ECO. There was one on the corner of uh, Artillery Row. It was three ninety nine for a pizza. Yeah. They were chucking them in. They were big pizzas, thin crust, simple pizzas, came out, they were lovely. All cab drivers learn these little yeah. tricks to get there. There's a pizza place on um, Gooch Street you can go to, oh. corner of uh, Charlotte. You can and how much? Not too bad. It's about cheap. seven quid. Yeah, it's well cheap. It's it? about seven pound for, for a pizza. But um, I always packed. tell my customers, if you go past somewhere and you see a load of cabs parked off outside, it's normally, normally pretty yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, ain't going to be too expensive. To yeah, but it's getting pricey. Everything, you know, everything's going up and you look at, uh, the fare increase, we, you know, we've got a fare increase coming, 7.6%. They sent an email out just discussing the fare increase and it was a really, really low number of people that replied to the consultation. It was like... We're lazy. In the hundreds. Nick, we're lazy. In the hundreds. Yeah. And then you get drivers complaining we're not getting the full 11.6%, but did you reply to the mm. consultation? Yeah, yeah. You know, it was an extremely low number of people that actually replied. Did you see the Trevor Merrill's podcast? Yeah, yeah. Because cool. he was saying as well that uh, there's people that are saying they don't want the wage increase. I can, see, I can see both sides of it. I don't. I think a, a fair job, fair there wage. Was, the argument is the way it's going to be spun to the public, that taxi fares are going up. And I did see an article in uh, an online paper that spun it in the way that was very negative for our fares to go up. Mm. But then the same people are applauding nurses for going on strike because they want more money. Yeah, me, and, I'm applauding. And and they're siding with, uh, you know, a lot of the unions saying these people should get a fair wage, but they look at taxi drivers differently, and I yeah. don't really know why. Uh, and ultimately, TfL decided to increase uh, the fares by 7.6%, uh, enough to cover the, the increase in fuel costs and vehicle costs because the interest rate's gone up, so the repayments are more. Uh, but real world, you know, it's not really a pay rise for us it, it's enough to cover the costs that you know the extra additional costs that we're incurring but ultimately we're paying out more to go to work yeah it's that nick the wage increase across the board for nearly every industry people have not increased their wages 25 years ago i'm renting a house a thousand pound a month my house on edward square in rotherife street i had the thames side house when i first passed out we started renting that house it was lovely we're taking in the cab I don't think I never didn't clear a thousand pound a week mm. ever. That would have been very straightforward and easy. And there was often weeks where we borderline touched two thousand pounds, where we just took it to extremes. Cleaned up. That's the same wages as now, isn't it? Yeah. 
That's, I mean, we're not earning. I don't think we're earning any more now than you were. You're not earning a single penny. So, ago. 25 years ago, you have technically not had a single pay rise for 25 years, and this is the same across many industries. That the cost of living has outstripped you. So, our money has gone up, but our I think the number of affairs that you're now doing and the number of miles you cover isn't as great as what we did then. We were busier. But we're not earning the money that you used to earn. I estimated on the growth of inflation that you should be, on, you should be on about six thousand pound a week, <laughs> on the basis of what we were on what then. You, yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Would, would be nice. It, it would be. be. But then you also realise why. I think that's what the public assume we're earning anyway. Yes, they think cabbies yeah. are millionaires. It's quite funny. I was on the fence of. I didn't want the increase because after we. With the last bit of Uber and then COVID, and then it got back to nice. I was like, just leave it, just, just leave it. It's nice, like we don't need to spoil it. Yeah. But yeah, you. But now, obviously, I changed. But I thought <laughs> I did, I did because everything's going up. I've got a remortgage this year. It's going up. I yeah. Then I walked in uh, Tesco's, and I couldn't believe it. There's no more rounding up to these four ninety nines. A pack of lure pack is five pounds. Oh, yeah, it's got yeah. five pounds written on it, and you think it's five pound for a pack of yeah. butter. Mm. Um, I don't remember and it was the fact of seeing it uh, it just looked wrong I said to my wife look it's five pounds it was low pack always yeah. a five pound for a pack of bars stop getting low pack now <laughs> don't have it no, no. Dan don't give up do you regret doing the knowledge love it best thing I've ever done really I met you I met Nick what just for the people you met <laughs> it was it was the, probably the best thing I've ever done really yeah. meeting all my all my friends all cab drivers now best job in the world what were you before the painting decorator are you telling all your friends now to do the knowledge? Like your, your non-cab driver friends? Well, my brother's starting the knowledge. My sister's going to start the knowledge. Yeah. My brother got his bike. I'm telling all my friends today. Yeah. None of them are listening, but yeah. I'm telling them. My brother's bought his bike now, so yeah. he bought it off of um, some guy who just passed that. What they don't realise, um, and this is what I'm looking forward to with the crazy ginger cabbie, when you do the knowledge, you get the opportunity, when you've passed, to dabble and take a chance yep. on something else. Yep. So when we were talking to Shana uh, about acting, being a cab driver is the best job for an actor because mm. you're not always jobbing. You need mm. to have something to earn money. Um, and you see so many actors who are skint because they d get one big job. Let's say that big job pays them £30,000. Oh, amazing. That's a year's wages. You don't have another job for any year. You're on the dole for mm. whatever. Yeah. So you need an income. And it is the best job in the world for that springboard of allowing you to either carry on working as a cabbie, certainly the freedom, or sit down and, and experiment with something else, just as a yeah. hobby even. Yeah. I mean, you look at, um, you had you had Frank on a little while ago. Yeah, it was amazing, Frank, Frank, I have to say. We've done the knowledge together. Mm -hmm. You know, we were call over partners. And he's gone on to become a tour guide uh, and yeah. he's, you know, diversified into doing tours of London. Yeah. And, and there's so many other things you can go and do once you've got your badge. It's For so fun and enjoy me. Yeah. I mean, you've always got that as well. You could do anything and you've always got your badge. You always go to work on a Monday. Mm. You could go away for two, three, four yeah. months. I was, at, I was yeah. at a wedding yesterday and, uh, you know, a Sunday wedding's a bit of a difficult one, but all of my friends were, oh, got to get up at six o'clock for work. You going to work tomorrow? I said, oh, maybe I might just yeah, at lunchtime. It's it's the beauty. Of the oh, job. you've made me hit on something that's really important. Do you still? You're both fairly experienced now, and I think it wears off. But do you do you remember the days where you felt you was losing money that you didn't go to work? Yeah, yeah. You don't still get it, do you? 
No, <laughs> not anymore. Not anymore. But but time, you know, I've got a family now and kids, and uh, I have a good a good routine where you know, in a normal week, the start of the week, Monday, Tuesday, I go to work early morning, five six o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. I normally leave my house by five, and I'm you know I'm in town and working by six uh, and then I finish at two and get home for school pick up and in the end of the week I'll go in uh, after school drop off and I work the evenings you know yeah. the end of the week same as it was nine ten years ago where it's busier in the evenings so you know I kind of do split shifts it's but now if I don't go to work I don't I don't go to work it's not but you, yeah I think when you're first sat and you've got the yeah, you know money, money starts buzz. yeah, yeah money's money I'm losing money yeah. I've got to get out yeah. there yeah. it's also <laughs> as, you, as you get older like you don't seem to go out as much as you did it when you was younger, no. so you don't need as much. You don't need no, you don't need two hundred pound a Saturday night. To yeah, go out. yeah, you're not going to go and drink two hundred. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, you different. you having a day off and spend that home with the wife and the kids. You're not yeah. you're you're all right. You're not, you yeah. don't need two hundred pound to go out with your mates and yeah. Yeah. booze it up. I think it's good as well to when you get home and you're not at work to to disconnect from work. Like yeah. stay off of your cabbie WhatsApps and you don't need people telling you it's busy out there because then you do start to think, oh, I'm losing a bit of money. But you know, just just go home and switch oh, off. I, I wouldn't get that. I've got. Problem. I've got no, friend. but what I think what it is, Nick. Sometimes you've been sitting there. You're you suddenly realise. I'm actually not doing anything, am I? I'm sitting here, I'm watching rubbish, Neighbours is on the telly. Um. Once I picked up a Spanish family on Marathon Day, I was trying to get them across town and yeah, trying to explain to them that the roads are shut, there's a marathon. Yeah. Don't, speak, don't speak English. I called Louis. I said, Louis, you need to translate for me. I said, can you tell them there's a marathon going on? And uh, I turned around, give them my phone, and they were confused as anything because they did not know what I was doing. I put my loudspeaker and he translated to him in Spanish that there was a marathon on mm. and that the roads were shut. And that's why the journey was outrageous. Um, and they was really grateful. Yeah. Um, Louis speaks good Spanish. Yeah. He does. He, yeah. got, he, got me, he got me out of trouble in Madrid once. Did he? Yeah. I was with my wife and her family. And Madrid's known for pitbockers. Uh, pitbockers, they're, they're massive out mm-hmm. there. And um, my mother-in-law's um, bag was open and so her iPad. And so we went to a police station. It must have been about 11 o'clock at night. And uh, the policeman's just basically just mugging us off. And I could see what he was doing. He didn't care, to be fair. You're a tourist. This happens all the time. So phoned up Louis, 11 o'clock at night. said, Lou, this is what happened. He went, put him on the phone to me. And all I wanted was a crown number for the insurance. Weren't giving it to me, telling me to go away and whatever. Louis spoke to him. Crown number. 11 o'clock at night, Louis. There you go, Always Louis. He's a legend, isn't he? So we had wa- Louis' wife in earlier, yeah. and she mentioned her husband was a taxi driver, and I said Louis's a legend in the taxi world, and there he is. There's his legendary story. I've got, I've got, a, funny, kind, I've got a funny story of Louis. The, the most polite, kindest taxi driver you'll ever meet. Well, yeah, I mean, I didn't know if his wife, Jane, was getting offended when I said Louis is posh, because for me, Louis is as posh as they come. <laughs> but he's not. He's just very, very beautifully spoken. Yeah, let's let's put it that way. A lovely man. Oh, yeah, I've got a funny story once. Well, I picked up this Spanish family and um, couldn't speak a word of English. And he's going to me, I, I want to I wanna go here, I want to go here. And I'm looking, I'm going to him like, um, uh, what, Thriller? And he's like, giving it all that to me. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, Thriller, Thriller, Thriller. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, it's saying. Did you start that, singing to him? Got a phone up Louis and Louis spoke to him and said in Spanish, yeah, Thriller. Talking to Thriller. No, it wasn't. It was Phantom Royal Opera. <laughs> <laughs> the wrong Louis, I was like, what? What? Wait, you, you said me then? I said thriller. 
Well, it was Phantom, Phantom of the Opera. Yeah, Louis Spanish is just sceptical. <laughs> He's doing that as well. <laughs> 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 That's what we're through like. Is there a Thriller show on? I've not seen yeah, Thriller. No, there was not. You're going back years. It was on Shaftesbury Avenue. Yeah. Cool idea. Yeah, yeah, I missed yeah, yeah. that it one. Years ago. It, was it was years ago, wasn't it? It yeah. was, yeah. 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 I have a Spanish story too, which is Waterloo Station. They come out and they wanted Canning Town. <laughs> we want Canning Town. Canning Town. Where do you want in Canning Town? Near the station. New station, station Canning Town. I said, and at the time, this is how old I am, there is no Canning Town station. No. Victoria Docks DLR was there and the DLR had been done, but that Canning Town one, that's the big one, that wasn't there. And they, they kept, I said, okay, so uh, near the station, you need, so I think I said Victoria Docks station, I said, yeah, yeah, Canning Town, Canning Town. I get there and they said, uh, where's, where's the market? I said, what market? Canning Town Market. Canning Town Market. Do you mean Camden Town Market? Oh, oh dear. All the time. Every taxi driver's got a story about... They, Mispronunciation. Yeah. It's yeah. happened loads. It's happened loads. Yeah, it's happened loads. I've it. taken people to the wrong place on that yeah. same issue. Yeah. And you think you've done enough checks? Oh, this is the thing. Uh, do you know, the, the most recent one I had was Paul Street. Woman gets in about eight o'clock in the morning. She's in a mad rush. She's in a panic. She says, Paul Street. I said, P-O-O-L-E. Paul Street. I spelt it back to yeah, her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's it. I even told her where it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one. Thought, right, okay, I'm going to the right Paul Street. So we get up there. No, this isn't it. It's not a disaster, is it? Well, where, where are you going? Paul Street, P A U L. And I couldn't help it. I said, I spelt it to you, P O L E. And you said, yes. She went, oh, I didn't hear you. Yeah, every cab that, driver's got a yeah, yeah, and then, yeah, and then we're in a mad rush to get to a job interview oh well was, well you're, um, you're not too disastrously far we're away we're not we're not but she was still in a in a panic but it mm. happens all the time and yeah. you, like you say you think you've checked enough times yeah. you've recited it back to them and they go yes and you still up and end up in the wrong place it does happen I do have a beautiful one where I actually got him to the right place but I picked up a, a guy that was <clears> very very rich at Browns in Hackney Road and the bouncers put him in, and he was gone. Um, and he, he's falling over in the back. And I said, where do you want... And for some reason, I had a lot of time for him. I don't know why. He was an old guy, maybe 70 nearly. But he's still suited, and he's obviously from one of the banks, and he's had a good night out. Clap him. I said, clap him? No. Clap him. Sorry. No, that's, that's clap him. Uh, clap him. Uh, chop him? No, no, Cobham. We went on for ages like this, mm. and he wanted Cobham. And I thought Cobham is. Was it on your suburbs? Cobham's is no longer on the suburbs. Okay. Cobham. This is, goes back to our thing that we touched upon earlier. The Met district was bigger than the Greater London Authority, mm. and Cobham was in the Met, but not in Greater London. Right. So it's in Surrey, but was part was part of our suburb runs. We had to do a suburb run to Cobham. But anyway, I was there for about an hour and this, to get this Cobham. We had to get there. When we get there, he's got no money. So I had to take him to, to Cobham High Street or wherever it is there at Cobham. I think it is actually Cobham High Street. Get him out, take him to the cash point, hold him up while he's tapping in his number. Mm. Uh, he's getting this out. Is, we should say this is before card machines and taxis. Before card machines and taxis. And the thing is, this is this is who we are as taxi drivers. You can, you, I can make him give me anything, but we wouldn't dream of it. Yeah. I, I, you'll give me the fare, and that's yeah. it. I actually took him to his house, and honestly, he lived 
in a, a street. The street had an electronic gate mm-hmm. to the street that you went into. So we went in the street, and he in the street, it was like being all of a sudden in America. You know, in America, the, the houses don't have fences or anything. The, the, yeah. the grass just comes down to the street, and all these houses were like that, and each one of them was enormous, and it was a little community, and he lived in one that had the bell tower, so I think he might have lived in the one that was the biggest in the in the lot. I had to take him to his door, get his keys in the door, mm. sling him in the doorway, and then and then drive out. And uh, the moral of the story was what uh, basically mispronunciations of Clapham. It was yeah. I was there for ages with him trying to uh, Clapham and Cobham. I think for a lot of new drivers and, and and people that are doing the knowledge now that are interested in what we're talking about, it's good to have an understanding of. The rules, the laws, the obligations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something I always remember reading in one of the LCDA papers is if a police officer flags you down and says, can you take this person to wherever they need to go? You are not obliged to take that person because a police officer has asked you to. Because as soon as they're in your taxi, it's your problem. You've then got to deal with that person. Whether they're sick, whether they've got no money, that's on you to deal with. So it's good to understand and know what you can do, can't do, what the rules are, what the terminology is, or whatever the yeah. obligations are. Uh, because there are times when you think, oh, I don't know if I've done the right thing, the wrong thing. But if you have a basic understanding of why you can refuse a job, or the reasons for refusing a job, then I think that definitely helps you out. Yeah, the, the abstract of laws, a yeah. lot of people, a lot of cabbies don't understand. Parade Street's a good example. There is no taxi rank on Parade Street, but cabs will rank up outside the Hilton to get people outside of Paddington Station because they come up the ramp, they see taxis there and they assume it's a rank. It's not a rank. If a driver takes a grievance with you stopping for someone that's held you, uh, you know, they're not legally applying for hire on a rank. No. They're parked on the side. This was mentioned on the YouTube. Did you see the comments of Uh, it? Yeah, uh, I think drivers are divided because drivers do sit there. On it's not a rank. It's, it's not a rank. It's no. not a rank. And obviously as, as well, drivers like myself, I'm not aware there's even a fake rank. So I'm coming along and someone flags me down. They flag me down. I'm not looking to see if there's a rank nearby. Someone should be going. You'll flag me down. And for whatever reason, you're not going over there. You're my fare. I'm taking you. Yeah. Um, you can't make fake ranks and then complain that someone takes I've fares. actually had it at Paddington. On, yeah, literally, I was at the lights, I dropped off a bit further down, drove up to the lights, crowded, buses, someone gets in my cab and I'm hearing, beep, 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 beep. I'm like, oh, what is it? That's, look, there's a taxi rank over here. So I said, that's not a taxi rank, mate. We've all had these arguments. <laughs> on the same street. So they're every, fake ranking it. Yeah, every, every cab driver's had these arguments. because you Yeah, but you can't flagged. do it on a fake it's rank. Nice. You can't sit there and then argue well, over the fact that I'm doing something illegal that, that you're now mm. banging on. And their response will be, oh, play the game. Yeah, play the game. Play the game. You can't, no, you're you've stop, got... You're stopping me earning money normally because you want to make a fake You've created rank. a fake ring, yeah. Yeah. No. I don't mind if you want to do that, but if I'm going to... If there's waving me down and I'm taking it there. Yeah, the next, yeah. Yeah, I think and so. I'd suggest to any driver that's going past there, take it, but not if there's a real rank. So, you know, weigh yeah. it up. Yeah. It's something you learn when you pass out and get your badge. You learn all these things. It's not something you learn whilst you're on the knowledge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you've only got to do the – we spoke about this before. You've only got to do it wrong once, and a driver will tell you, hopefully in a polite way, Yeah, do that. Yeah. And then, and if they meet us, it will be in a polite way. But yeah, if it's uh, somebody's old – if it's the string vest, I mean, it's stereotype cab driver isn't it putting them in a string vest but you know there was a driver once that was at king's cross and he called me over and i was young at the time because i've been doing this since i was 26 years old and 
he called me, oi, boy, 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 come <laughs> can, can you go in the, the coffee shop and get me, oh, get me a sandwich and a cup of tea? And the reason was he, he couldn't get out of the cab. The steering wheel was uh, in his stomach. He, he had to be, he had to be 30 stone. Gets in the cab, sits in the cab, don't get out again, and mm. he's sending me, the boy, to go and get him a yeah. thing. Whoa. Which is why I'm proud of you for not ending up like that. <laughs> but it's very easy. I mean, I've been doing a... I have to be grateful for YouTube for a lot of things in terms of... It, it, we can get some educated information very, very quickly. And for all of us, you have to move a little bit. Yeah. And the reason all old cab drivers are fat or were fat is that they had no comprehension of the fact of how much they're not moving to the consumption of what they're putting in their bodies and there's you've got to burn this fuel. Yeah. It's even like walking around the feeder park, doing those little 20-minute tw- walks. It does help out. Yeah, how many steps? Do you count your steps? No, no, just go for a walk. Oh, go for a walk, that's it. No. A good tip for anyone who's maybe new to work in the airport, when you're on the rank, get out of your cab. Yeah, oh, absolutely. It's a good, it's a good tip. Uh, someone always said to me, get out of your cab because... There's, there's two reasons. A lot of people that are coming to Heathrow might be coming to London for the first time. You you do represent the trade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you like it or not, you do. You want that good interpretation. Imagine if you landed at a foreign airport and the driver just sat in his cab while you loaded your own bag. Yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. a good look. So you want to get out. You want that, that good impression, that good first impression to whoever's coming up to your taxi. It's polite. It's manners. I'll get out and help people when I'm not at the airport with bags and they love it. They, oh, I have people tell me all the time, I haven't had a driver get out and help me with bags in years. Mm. And it's a good practice. It's Like I say, you do represent the trade. And the other reason at the airport is you don't want to get broomed the job by that driver in front. It does happen. So yeah, does. you've got to be aware of what's going on. You've got to have your ears on it. On exactly. The yeah. Yeah. Put yeah. your phone down, shut YouTube down, get out your cab. Be Listen to his job. On. Yeah, see what's going on. Uh, not all drivers are like that, but it is a good tip to get out your cab mm. because you do want that good impression, but also you don't want to get from something that shouldn't be your so job. So shameful. It, it is, but it does happen. So yeah. you've, you've got to just uh, just be aware of what's mm. going on around you. Oh, yeah, you get it. I, he throws a slightly different situation of trying to tell them to drive off. But on the stations, the, the driver, if you're going to bring the drop, drive off. You get off the rank now and go. Do not stand there and wait for the next fare. Yeah. You, you've got to go. Go and work the street. Yeah. I'm going to take that fare now and I'll take whatever I get. I think that's a, a thing in the past on the like ranks on the station ranks that you get br- like broomed off because I don't really think anyone would do that now. Do you? I think it'll come back down as pe- as it gets busy again as you, uh, people start using cabs again because I think I think certainly the Uber question has gone away. Uber drivers now are not earning money. Uh, the passengers are now complaining that fares are not cheap. The minicab situation yeah, is settling but, in. But what's interesting is the number of private hire licenses are going up. As it's our, an easy job. Yeah, I mean, but as our numbers are ultimately coming down, the number of licenses, number of mm-hmm. cabs, they, they are getting lower. The number of private hire licenses is over 100,000. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So it's, it's an in- incredible number of... You ask any experienced Uber driver, and they're either doing the knowledge or want to do the knowledge. Mm. So the ones that are coming into PHV now, the new ones, they're on it on the basis of some idea that they have of what it will be. Mm. But once they realise that Uber's taking 40% of their fare, and once they realise that a job to Stansted, they're going to get paid 36 quid, and then they ask the passenger what the passenger's paying and yeah. find out it's a lot more than 36 quid, it, it is quite horrendous. And I really feel sorry for the 
minicab industry because it isn't good what's happened. It isn't better for our industry what's happened with Uber. It would have been better if you still had the servicing of the stations and the minicab drivers. The situation as it was was still two-tiered. Yeah. Or three-tiered. I think it's important to keep the the, the tiers system, you know. It's, mm. You've got to be able to differentiate between taxis and private hire. Absolutely. And unfortunately, we do get lumped in together. Yep. It's just... Well, if you do give them bus lanes and stuff like that, then it's all over. It's it's a, yeah. If you gave them that, it's yeah. like, what, it's what's never, the point of having us? It's never going to happen, yeah. you know, their access to bus lanes. But, you know, it's important to keep that tier system. It's a differentiator between taxis, private hires. You know, you do the knowledge to become a taxi driver, mm. um, to, to gain that freedom, to work for yourself. So, yeah, it's, it's something important. Do they still have to pay congestion charge? Yeah. They do? Yeah. yeah. It's 15 quid a day. Wow. Yeah. I, I got the right up with my wife the other week. We went, she wanted to go to is it Christmas, to see the Christmas lights at New Bond Street. I was on the wrong time zone, wasn't I? So I think I'm driving into London when the congestion charge ended and then realise I'm still a little bit, my watch is out, I'm an hour behind. So suddenly realise, oh, you, you've now... <laughs> We're going to see the Christmas lights. I've got to pay 16 quid, I think it was, for the congestion. But then I realised I'm pulling up at Lincoln's Inn Fields, expecting to be able to park in Lincoln's Inn Fields. I've got to now put six quid in the meter as well. I was like, oh, I was really annoyed. We've got 20-odd quid just gone on, just coming here because you pushed me to come here at the wrong time. And I ain't thought it through. Oh, damn annoying. It's so expensive. How do people afford to drive I don't as well. I mean, if you've got to pay ULES congestion charge, you've 30 quid in before you've gone anywhere. Mm. And then you've got to pay parking. Yeah. And if you've got a diesel vehicle, parking's more. Yeah. So there's a premium for parking the oh, diesel vehicle. So, yeah. I, it I adds up. Know. It does add up, yeah. I just don't get how they pay £15 every day to come into work to, to start work. In their cars. Yeah. yeah. They must have some uh, work around. half or something? No, no, Uber don't pay half. My, my friend who was here yesterday... He, I, we went into town, we went to Waterloo to pick up some bits and uh, I said, oh, you're going to get done with a congestion charge. He said, no, my father-in-law lives in Norfolk. Uh, he's disabled. He registered my car as his transport and they pay £10 a year. Oh, yeah, it's, it's discounted, yeah. £10 a know, year. For, I don't know what it is. Uh, yeah, that's what he said, I think, £10, 10 a, pound a year. for congestion? Yeah, because yeah, it's disabled. I mean, it's, yeah, you can't expect every Uber driver's registering. A, no, they're not all going to register yeah. a disabled thing, but you, if everybody's going to scam as much as they're going to yeah. scam to get around these work, things. Yeah, it does, because there's ways around it and stuff like that. It just doesn't work. Well, they're still getting some money, haven't they? I mean, they're getting fees all over the place for everything that we do. But the price yeah. of parking in London... It's, it's a tenner an hour, isn't it? Basically, you're paying a tenner an hour wherever you go. Do you remember the years, years ago when Oxford Street wasn't one lane east and one lane west? Yeah. There were ranks down Oxford Street in the in middle. The middle. Yeah. In the middle of Oxford Street. used to Street. park on them all the time, Nick. Yeah. All the time. It was brilliant. Christmas. All Christmas. Every Christmas, all the cabs in the middle of the road. All right, mate? Yeah. <laughs> shopping. We'd yeah. be back. But they had decent shops then. So yeah, we wasn't yeah. just shopping for candy. We were shopping for actual <laughs> things that you could buy. Wonka bars. Yeah. yeah. Parking, the parking ranks were everywhere and lovely. I always had, on the Aldwych, you could park in the middle on one, but not on the other. One yeah. of them was feeding yep. and one wasn't. And on the Arundel Street, there was a lovely central one that you could park in the middle of the road. Yeah. Great Portland Street used to have a single rank outside Vapiano, Vapiano's. Yeah, Vapiano. I don't know if it's still there, the yeah, single rank. I think it is. Oh, I'm not sure. Don't it's a lovely one because it's not a rank for using. It's a parking mm-hmm. rank still. Um, 
I have got caught a few times where I did squeeze a few parking on them. Look, if we're if we're all honest, we've all left our cabs on ranks that we probably yeah. shouldn't have. Every yeah. cab driver has done it, will do it. And drivers can say, oh, I've never done that. They have at some point left their cab oh, on a rank. Oh, it's a perk. It's a perk. Yeah, you can't, I mean, you can't leave it on the front of a, a known working rank. No. But, you know, you can't leave it on Regent Street outside Hamleys. Yeah. But, you know, there's there's ranks off of Westbourne Regent Grove. There's, there's there's little tucked away ranks. Like in, in Westbourne Grove, yeah. I used to park there to go skateboarding at Notting Hill to uh, yeah. PlayStation. I don't, it's called Bay 66 now. I think I've maybe changed name again. But There's a rank, right? You know, Regent Street running ne- ne- next to Burberry. There's a rank there, two cab rank. That's where mm. I bought my cab at Christmas Where? shopping. <laughs> I forgot the name You're letting sh- out your secrets now. Yeah. You got to let the name of that street you though. It's in oh, it's New Berlin Street. Yeah, New Berlin, New Berlin, Berlin Street. Garden. There is a rank there. Yeah, just yeah, two, just yeah. two there. Yeah. I've actually parked there. <laughs> I, have parked I use there. that one. Yeah. Right. The middle of the road Hamleys ones are still there, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. You can't park on that one. It's it's a w- proper yeah, it's worker. Hamleys ranking it. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Only at Christmas. Only at Christmas. That's a bit of a one. Do you know what I got sent? I got sent a Google Maps overlay with all of the ranks on the map nice so you can go on to uh, your google maps and you can see where all of the ranks are but we've we've actually got some new ranks going up st george street towards hanover square there's a rest rank on st george street either okay. side of the reservation well this is replacing obviously the hanover square ones uh yeah so I, as far as i know they are rest ranks yes not, not well because the hanover square would service the green hut yeah. So the so Green Hut's gone from Hanover No, the Green Hut's there. I mean, the Green Hut's are, are listed, so they yeah. are where they are, but it's not open. It's, it's closed. Um, but there is a restaurant on St. George's Street. And obviously, the northwest part of Hanover Square is the back of Bond Street Station, yep. the uh, Elizabeth Line Station. So, you know, I don't think it's feeding the station. It's a bit too far away. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there is a, a new restaurant gone in there. I mean, you know, your restaurants are fine. Again, you just got to know uh, as a new driver. What is a restaurant? You, could, you used to be able to use a bit of logic on them, Nick, couldn't you? You could pull up and you could kind of see that this doesn't really do too much. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you take a chance and you, you can get caught out and suddenly realise that there's a time and a place. I suppose you can get caught out on the Aldrich ones as again because... Well, the Aldrich ones aren't there anymore. No, but they were there for the theatre turnout. Yeah, yeah. So without the theatre turnout, they're useless. Yeah. So if you know you're not on theatre ending times, you could park there yeah, quite happily. You wouldn't, you wouldn't get a traffic warden cross... Two lanes of traffic to give you. No, that was the deal as well. That yeah, was what yeah, was the beauty about Oxford the Street. They they won't cross the road <laughs> to give you a ticket. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, it's, it's like Novotel West. It's you look at uh, Novotel West at Shortlands, mm-hmm. and you can see the old taxi rank system that is in the in the middle, kind of under the car park. Mm, and yeah. you think, uh, I don't know a time when that would have ever been busy enough to be a working rank that service just at hotel yeah it's, it's a bit of a weird one you look at the summit but the entrance is still shut. under there though isn't it yeah that's yeah, the main yeah. entrance you go yeah. underneath yeah 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 but i mean the ranks there's i've had a long a while it's, it's yeah. never been a working rank Amersmith with broadway is always a busy working rank there's no mm. don't park on that one <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> no but you can park in the novotel and use the toilet so yeah. yeah so talking of toilets what's the what's the poshest toilet you've used uh Probably Claridge's yeah. or one of the one of the hotels. Did you get anything said to you when you used the Claridge's one? No, I, I mean, go some, the back door, don't you? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, some of the hotels now have got a bit funny about cab drivers using toilets. Is well, it Connell? The Connell's got, got a service. To they toilet. got really funny with me using the toilet. It's downstairs in the thingy. Yeah, you go through yeah, the gate. It's a the, service one. Yeah, and he made a point of stopping me on my way out to tell me I couldn't use the toilet. An authority thing. That's all it is on his part. Yeah, and you know, and you know what's funny as well. You, I've used certain toilets for ten years. I've used them since the day I passed out. Yeah. 
And every now and again, you'll get someone that stands in your way and says, no, you can't use the toilet. Yeah. Yeah. And you have to say, I've used this toilet for 10 years, at least once a week. Yeah. I've had no problems before. I'm just going to use the toilet. I'm going to go. Listen, mate, it's, I bring people a, here and yeah, I, I'm a, happy to bring them here. Yeah. Uh, and the Connell, well, I was always aware that going downstairs through the railings was a service toilet for servicemen mm. of the hotel so that you didn't go into that because it's not a glamorous toilet. The hotel is a nice hotel, but that toilet down there is an outside toilet, isn't mm. it? The reason I confused it with the Chesterfield is because I've used their toilet in Charles Street. And I, when I came out, the guy said to me, what are you doing now? I said, well, I've just dropped off and I've just gone in and used your toilet. So I don't know. What do you mean? It, it, again, you can see I'm a taxi driver. You can see there's my cab and I'm, it's like your, yeah, authority figure. You're, yeah. you're making a fuss over now. nothing. Yeah, you're making a scene in actual fact that you could have just let the person walk out and it would have yeah. all been over and nobody's yeah. got any problem. I mean, if, if I make off eye contact with anyone now, I generally say, it, can you just hold it quickly? Yeah, they, look, yeah. they won't say no. Will no, they? no, he's no. 99. The washer in the hotel done me. I walked in and he tapped me on the shoulder. He said, can I help you? And I was like, yeah, I'm going to the toilet, mate. I'm a cab driver. No, you're not allowed to use the toilets no more. And then my pal went in there two days after and said, yeah, I used it. Is the doorman not doing this, is it? Yeah, the doorman. The yeah. Con- the concierge doorman. doorman I don't concierge, know. I don't yeah. know. If I've ever asked, can I use the toilet? I've never been told no. No. Normally it's a no after you've used it. Normally that's when they stop you and say, no, you can't use it. Maybe they just think you were rude for not, yeah. not asking beforehand then. So maybe we should always ask. Yeah. What's the big hotel that was, I've forgotten the name because it's not the same name in it. Oh, I have, I've remembered it now. It's the Hard Rock, in it? On Great Cumberland Place, is now called the Hard Rock. Yeah. Do you remember what it was called? Cumberland. Cumberland. It was called the Cumberland. Sorry, the Montcalm is just up the road, isn't it? Yeah. Same, similar area. So, yeah, it was the Cumberland. With the Cumberland, I don't know if it's the same now being the Hard Rock, but it was like a shopping centre in the foyer. You'd walk in there and you could literally, if you knew where the toilets was, there's nobody can see anything. You just went to the toilets mm. and come out. So you used to look for kind of hotels where you could get... Yeah, where you can get away with it. Yeah, yeah just yeah, get yeah, in and yeah. out. Yeah, it's like it, the, the Hilton Metropole, the way the rank used to be, it was like two cabs at the front. But the hotel, the the toilets are kind of back a bit. So if you parked at the back of the feeder, you could slip in the side door and go in. No one would see you, and you'd be in and out before yeah. anyone said anything. Yeah, but yeah, that's like uh, a shopping mall, ain't it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's it's weird things you pick up when you. Uh, when well, you toilets are such a, a such a problem. Yeah. you know, we you have to be conscious. Sometimes you're going to get ill if you don't go to the toilet. You're yeah. going to get ill because you you've got to stop taking fares. And I have a little bit of sympathy for some cab drivers who literally it's gone too long. And quite literally, you're going to have to get out of the cab and just be in the street and do it because it's just gone too long. And it, it really has been. I've had a couple of hard times. It's like the old Euston rink used to stink of piss. Oh, oh the <laughs> piss bottles down in that Euston rink. They're emptying them. <laughs> Never drink a cab driver's orange juice. <laughs> do, you know, uh, do you know what? That's, that's a blast from the past, the old Euston rink going down. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The old sports direct. Do you used to see the old yeah. private eyes come in? They go like, oops, what have I done now? Yeah, they're, yeah, they're, stuck. <laughs> <laughs> they're stuck in the feet. Yeah. Oh, that just come back to me. Oh, I love that one. Yeah. That's true. That is classic. Everyone laughed at him, take pictures of him, and he's stuck in a rank yeah. with taxi drivers. <laughs> and sometimes he's there for 45 minutes. <laughs> like, and they won't let him go. They won't you do done? Got to wait for it. And yeah. he, can't, he can't look at you. So embarrassed. Love it. Classic. It was a, it was a good old rank down there. It was. Hidden away. Uh, it seems to be in a better position now. It's moving again because they're doing the crossrail thing. So the rank where it is now, they're shutting and yeah. moving it again. I don't know what the what the plans are, but it is moving again. I mean, the system where it is now, we spoke about it before. It's a terrible system. The lights oh, are terrible. It's getting out of there. Yeah. Yeah. 
Dan Borg, really fantastic. Lovely to see you again. And you'll you always be a welcome person at Wizan. It's really good to see you. Maybe you'll come back and do another podcast again. Yeah, I'd again. love to do that. Nikki O'Connor, my nephew, thank you for coming again. Um, been great chatting away. You're always going to be welcome and we'll do some more in the future. <laughs> Thank you.